Welcome to The Milk Check, a podcast from T.C. Jacoby & Company, where we share market insights and analysis with dairy farmers in mind. All right. So, Dad, you tend to be bullish, especially compared to me. But lately, it seems to me that you've been a little bit more bearish than me. So since we're sitting here in the middle of November, what do you think markets are going to be like in 2023? What are your thoughts right now? Well, I think it's rather scary that I'm the bearish one right now, and and evidently you're not. I'm not saying I'm not bearish. I'm just saying I'm not as bearish as you are. Well, first of all, let's look at the overall marketplace. We've got to production now on the upside in the U.S. Cow numbers are up. Productions is up over 1%. We're heading into a recession. I think that's generally an accepted dogma, okay? But the international environment is also changing. The European production is starting to mosey up a little bit. And evidently, feed is moving out of the Ukraine, and feed prices are not on an upward trajectory anymore. I'm not saying that the feed prices are going to go down. I guess the point that I'm trying to make is that dichotomy has ratcheted up to a little bit lower level. So if we go back a couple of years, pulling numbers from the air, the lower level was probably class three is somewhere around $15. And today with the corn price doubling or more, I'm going to argue that the lower level is probably somewhere around $19 on the class three. That translates to cheese prices around $1.90, and it translates for whey prices to be somewhat higher than they are now, which my suspicion is, is even though China's got their own ration economic problems, they're they're still going to need to feed pigs. And then the butter market is going to be stronger than normal, but it's certainly not going to be $3, okay? So that also would translate to a class four price somewhere in the $19 range. So look at where we are. You know, we were up limit today. Evidently, people are buying cheese. And I don't really get the feeling that cheese is all that short. I think filling the pipelines for Christmas is more than likely still the reason it's going up. But with butter and with cheese and other dairy products, when we get to Christmas time, as far as I can see, it's over. So I'm not arguing that the bottom is going to drop out and we're going to get down into the teens, lower teens. But I'm arguing that the market is going to settle to what I consider a, a lower ratchet level in the, in the $19 range. So that's the extent of my bearishness. There's obviously other things that could happen. I mean, you have a war going on in Europe, and uh, maybe the feed price situation changes, and maybe a lot of cows expire, and so on. And actually, I would agree with you. I think we'll be right about in there, too. So, Dan, here's my question for you. I've got my class three and class four calculator spreadsheet out. So what do you think the butter market's going to be in the first quarter? I'm going to say $2. What do you think the nonfat market will be? Eh, it's hard to say. Buck and a quarter, dollar thirty, maybe. I'll put in a dollar thirty. So if we have two dollar butter in one thirty nonfat, you're talking a class four price is seventeen forty eight. Let's go ahead and round it up to seventeen fifty. Now, in this case, I am a little bit less bearish than you. I think butter is going to be more like two twenty five in the first quarter, but I do agree with your nonfat at, at one thirty. So I'm at eighteen fifty. So I'm about a dollar higher than you. If we kind of think of class four around 1850 to 19, we're probably 
on the same page, but we're looking at, you know, the beginning of the year, dropping below $20 for a class four price and settling into something somewhere between $18 and $19, which is probably at this point, especially in California, below the cost of production. So dairy farmers probably were profitable in 2022. And at least at the beginning of 2023, they probably won't be based on what you and I think the year will start out as. Let me point out that there's a broad disparity in cost of production for dairy farmers. Absolutely. And a lot of them, rightfully so, avail themselves of the government program, which essentially protects their operating costs. So even if the numbers argue against production, it just takes a while for those numbers to bite, for dairymen to actually pull the trigger and start calling aggressively. Most of the time when the numbers get tight, they add a few more cows down at the end of the barn. That's the first thing that they do. And then after a few months, if that's not working out, then they start selling cows so that they have cash flow. I would agree with you, but I would argue that meat prices have been good enough lately that maybe that's not the go-to mode this time if they're not making money. With high feed costs and high meat costs, they might be better off this time just selling a few cows rather than trying to produce more milk. I would argue that's why I'm a little bit less bearish than you is because I think that's what they're going to do, take the cows out of the herd rather than keep a few extra in, and that'll end up having a bit of a reduction in the milk supply. Well, for the first half of next year, it probably won't make any difference. If we ratchet down to that reset level, let's call it that, let's call it a reset level. Then we'll set up a scenario for the end of 2023 and and so on for pretty strong markets as everybody resets. Mm Mm-hmm retrenches individually. I agree. Perish in the long run. And just kind of sticking with our class four discussion, we'll get to class three in a second. I think with non-fat at $1.25 to $1.30, and we're down here for a number of factors, but one of the major ones is right now, China is in lockdown. They're not buying like they usually do. And that's reverberating across the powder market globally. Because Fonterra's starting up. They're trying to clear their powder. Europe's got some extra powder. They've been making extra powder to kind of get in front of an anticipated increase in in gas prices. And we just, at the moment, we have more supply of powder than we usually do combined with less demand than we usually do. But I think it's almost like loading the slingshot because I do believe that what's going to happen is China will come back into the market and start buying. And when they do, Instead of a $1.30 powder market, I easily see us getting up, let's call it $1.55 to $1.60. By the time we get to the third quarter, I see butter getting back up to about $2.50, maybe even $2.60, but we'll type in $2.50. So this is the conservative side of it. $2.50 butter, $1.55 non-fat, and now in Q3, we're back to $21.75 class four price, which is probably profitable for dairy farmers, which means they've got a three to six month time period, at least when we're talking class four, where maybe they're they're losing money, but by the end of the year, they're back to making money. Does that make sense? Yes, it does make sense. And I'm sort of in sync with that, but I would say the potential for the butter market is a lot higher. I think the demographics of the butter market has changed. And I think we need to recognize that. You know, butter was competing with margarine for many years. Margarine has disappeared pretty much. And butter has become a sought-after spread. So I'm not at all surprised to see butter prices go up above three bucks, stay there for a month this year. And uh, when we get into a tight market, 
at the end of next year, I think the upper limit on butter prices is who knows? I think it's quite high. So now you and I are reverting back to our usual relationship. Yep. Because <laughs> I am not so optimistic about butter in 2023. And the reason I'm not is because I think we'll be in a mild recession. I think we're going to be in a shallow, let's call it 12 to 18 month recession. And of all of our dairy products, the most luxury based dairy product is butter. And so if income is constrained, I think butter demand drops and it doesn't need to drop too much to keep it below $3. And so I think this year, this year meaning 2023, I think we struggle to get above 250 for butter. Well, let's agree to disagree. I think the potential for butter is higher and I think it's achieved its old spot, the spot of 60, 70 years ago as the, as the preferred spread that you really can't do without. What are your choices these days? You, you can't get margarine. It's not even there anymore. It's butter versus a can of Crisco. Olive oil. Or mm -hmm. olive oil. So, you know, that's your choice. I think we'll have enough butter. I think supply and demand will be in balance at 250. Now let's go back to the handy calculator and let's talk about the class three price. Over 50% of all milk gets used in class three these days. So what is your call first quarter of next year for cheddar? Well, I'm in your backyard now, but I think the cheddar market will be down below two bucks, somewhere around $1.80, $1.90 in that area. And again, I'm more bullish than you right now when it comes to cheese. And the reason I am, I should qualify this because I have a feeling this is more about timing than anything else. I think exports of cheddar right now are pretty decent, at least what we're seeing. And so I think that'll keep the market kind of cleaned up in the first quarter. I think demand for both barrel and natural cheddar, processed cheese demand and natural cheddar demand has been pretty good. So I think we average above $2 in the first half of the year. So let's call it 2 205 to 210. So I'm going to plug 207 and a half into the calculator with 205 for barrels. That's for the first half, right? That's for the first quarter. I think you're too high for the first quarter. Don't forget, you got a reset period in there after Christmas and Super Bowl. Okay. So I'm not saying $1.8090 for the first half. I'm saying it for the first quarter as the low. Okay. As it resets. I'll plug in a dollar ninety for you. All right, dollar eighty-five barrels. And what about whey? Whey price right now is about forty-three cents, and it's been falling a little bit. Why don't you use about forty-five for the first quarter? So you think we're pretty close to the bottom of whey? Yeah. All right. So you got nineteen oh three. So you basically got a nineteen dollar price for for class three. So you're talking eighteen fifty class four, nineteen class three. What do you got for butter in there? I, you know, with butter prices the way they are, that has an impact on it. Well, two dollar butter, eighteen eighty two. So if if we go to two dollars on butter, a dollar ninety on cheese, forty five cents on whey, we're going to end up with an eighteen eighty two class three price in the first quarter. Well, I'm eighteen cents off. Yeah. Now I think we're closer to two oh five in cheese. A little bit more bullish than you. But I'm a little bit more bearish on whey. I'm going to go 40 cents. And then butter, I've got 225. So for me, I'm 2032. Seems to me like you and I have the makings of a bet. <laughs> I'm already stretched on my bet with Joe. <laughs> <laughs> for the record, I bet Joe that the, that the butter market will tick. 
tick once below two bucks sometime before the end of January. The and I agree market, with our butter trader who says it's probably not going to get below 220. Well, he hasn't really seen Christmas holidays trying to move cream. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're a cream buyer, you know, I have trouble I'm visualizing how a cream buyer, you know, a churn, how's he going to hedge his cream purchases? Mm -hmm. That seems fraught with danger. You know, you got loads scheduled, you got loads don't show up, you got loads that that you can't unload and they're sitting in the lot. And now all of a sudden you're supposed to be hedging your purchases to, to make sure that the market doesn't drop out from under you. It's not easy. I agree with you there. So we'll see whether I win that bet. Now your bet, you think the market uh, class three price is going to stay over two bucks, right? Let's call it $20, a hundred weight. Average of the first quarter, I'll take the over, you take the under. I'll take the under for five bucks. You got it. I think that's a good bet. We'll see. But then the reason I mentioned timing is because I actually get bearish into the second and third quarter when it comes to cheese. We got a couple of new plants coming online. I think that we'll be into the heart of, of a shallow recession by then. And so I actually become bearish cheese by the time we get to May. That's when I start looking at it and I start thinking, you know, $1.80 is in the cards. And so in the second quarter, I actually think we're going to be right around $18 a hundredweight for class three. I would bet our first half averages for 2023 are probably, probably pretty similar. But I had also say that we revert back to our usual relationship on the second half of the year because I probably remain a bit bearish on cheese. And my guess is you're going to go bullish again. I am bullish for the second half. You know, you figure that all that corn silage that's in those tubes now is in there at $7. For the second half of the year, you're looking at pretty high operating costs. But I also think by the time we get towards the second half of the year, we should have a sort of a handle on this inflationary environment. And, you know, it's going to be a tough road to hold. But by that time, I think they'll start to see what they need to do to bring it back in line. Maybe I'm giving them too much credit, but we'll see. So where we're looking at, if you take the class four price and the class three prices and average them together, think about it in terms of an overall blend price for the, for the nation, we're probably talking about an all milk price first half of next year between 19 and 20. And then the second half of the year, I think we're probably class four goes up, class three goes down. So they switch sides, but probably 20 to 22 would be my guess in the second half of the year. That seems a little bit too high to me. I think I tend to want to think the second half of the year is going to be similar to the first, but there's more demand in the second half of the year, that's for sure. The area where I think your estimates are vulnerable is on the butter. I think butter is going to be a lot more volatile uh, than you realize. I think it's going to be lower the first quarter and then higher in the second half, but that's fine. I think that gives us a little bit of a guideline as to what we're trying to plan for here, and that's, I guess, the whole idea. Yep, so. I would agree. We welcome your participation in the Milk Check. If you have comments to share or questions you want answered, send an email to podcast at jacoby.com. Our theme music is composed and performed by Phil Keggy. The Milk Check is a production of T.C. Jacoby & Company.